in Shelby County and Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so uh, we want to continue on. And also, welcome to our scholar school, our scholar school. These study sessions uh, are really for those who really want to learn and really want to know, really want to be developed. We also have an additional uh, scripture study that we'll begin after 7 p.m., following about 10 minutes following this particular scholar school class. And we appreciate those who have recognized <clears throat> that the word is very important. Now, we in uh, teaching uh, uh, eschatology is one English word to come from the Greek word. Uh, and it, it's the, the study of last things, basically what eschatology is. When I was in the seminary, I had to take this class in theology. You know, we have uh, different types, systematic theology, dogmatic theology, uh, relative theology, all that stuff. I took all that stuff. Yeah, took it all. All right. But we are dealing with last things. And we are uh, primarily, uh, we're looking at the book of Hazan, a.k.a. Revelation. And also Revelation, uh, that particular book ties to other clusters of truth and thought. The original thought of Elohim, what we call precepts, those truths, we say truth, T-R-U-T-H, uh, uh, Zechariah, Daniel, Ezekiel, Yeshaya, called Isaiah, Jeremiah, who called Jeremiah, all of those, they, they tie in. They're not separate. They tie in to one thought. So we have moved through, and now we're at the point of the second half and the last day of the tribulation period to come, which has not come yet, but it is to come. And we want to get right in here. And uh, we dealt with, um, uh, right on the final day, we dealt with uh, your colds or your cool trouble, AKA Jacob, uh, the rapture of the two witnesses. We touched on that. We're not going in depth and in detail into it, but we did uh, deal with that. And uh, those two witnesses, you know, you can go and check out our last uh, session and you'll find out who the scripture was making reference to. And there are different uh, veins of thought out there concerning who those two witnesses are. Witness give evidence. Witness give evidence. Now we want to go to, uh, we're going to look at uh, Zechariah uh, 14 and Revelation 19, where well, I tell you what, because it's the whole chapter. And Hazan, a.k.a. Revelation, is the whole chapter. So read those, and it's going to deal with the battle. I mean, Yeshua's second coming. Yeshua's second coming. Now, don't get it mixed up. The rapture, his appearance at the rapture, or what we call the taking of the overcoming ambassadors to receive their reward for standing in faith, not giving up, not compromising. All right. Uh when he come and receive that group on the first, the first, actually seventh take, taking, uh, catching the ways or rapture, if you want to use the word, it's not a scripture word, it's just a, a, a secular word that means to take away. They're actually seven, seven. Now, uh, the, doing the, uh, the uh, overcoming ambassadors, when they are, we are taking, I'm putting myself in there, you know, if I'm alive when he come, that he appear, but he don't stay here. He appear and he just do that. Then there's a seven year uh, tribulation period. That's when it began. At the same time, there's a banquet called the marriage supper of the lamb. 
that's Yeshua is the bride's husband. The bride is not the church. It is not the mosque. It is not Buddha. None of that is the bride. The scripture clearly teaches that the bride is the new Jerusalem. There are no J's in Hebrew. That's why I say Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a government. It's not a city. When you say this, the scriptures say the new Jerusalem, the city coming down, is not a city. It's a government that governs a city. A city consists of citizens, law, government, structure. That's the kingdom government. That's what Yeshua is making reference to in Matthew, a.k.a. Matthew 4.17, when he said, change the way you think or repent. Why? Because the government of the kingdom is back. Man now have opportunity to access the government of the kingdom. And what Yeshua was saying is the government was within him. He carried the government of the kingdom on his shoulders, just like the father designed mankind to do in the beginning. The government. Mankind was created to be governed by the government of the kingdom of heaven on earth. So it's not just something you wear on a t-shirt. Please understand that. He is talking about a complete system with structure, with order, with culture. All of that is inclusive in that. Now, when he come and uh, at the beginning of the tribulation period, World War III, all of that was going to happen right back, bam, 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 like just like that. Three and a half years, there's a covenant uh, to end that war. The anti-Messiah is going to come up with the idea, get all of those uh, involved in World War III to settle down, have peace. But you know, at the midways of that covenant, as we have taught, Satan, the anti-Messiah, is going to turn. He's going to turn. And this new world religion and government and economic system, he's going to say everybody is going to now worship me and do what I say do. And if you don't, here's your, your, your alternative punishment for not doing it. Okay, and of course, we know during the second half of the tribulation period, those last three and a half years, it's going to be total chaos on the earth. That's when the father himself is going to do some things like never, ever have been done since the creation of the earth in terms of destructive plagues and uh, different uh, things being poured out. All of that is now we in that's where we are right now. Now, the second coming is not the rapture. The second coming take place the last day of the tribulation period. And that's where we are. And the second coming of Yeshua, of course, in Zechariah, you, it, it, the scripture talks about that, that his feet going to hit the Mount of Olives and there's going to be a great earthquake, a great earthquake. And there's going to be uh, it's going to go all the way to across to the uh, to Medigo. Medigo is where the battle, battle of Armageddon take place. So let's look at Hazan, a.k.a. Revelation 19 and 19. Medigo, I've been there. There's a valley uh, and there's going to be a large earthquake. The scripture describes all of that soon as foot touch. That's going to happen. That's his second coming. He is coming back to do battle at Medigo or what's called Armageddon. So come on, pull me up, uh, Hazan 19 and 19, and we always get uh, uh, scholars involved. 
so we can get a reader. Now I'm a I'm coming. I'm let me check out the uh Lexam. I was uh looking at it earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here it is right here. So uh they'll put it up for us. Our ministry text will pull Revelation. Hazan called Revelation 19 and 19. Our notes will be up after a while. I was just I just need to get started and we teach it. Okay, let's look at it in the um yes. Let's begin at verse 17. Verse 17. Y'all can put it up for somebody who have control of uh sharing. Go ahead and put it up. In the meantime, uh I, I have selected readers, then I, I can I let anyone just volunteer to read, you know, at, at times. So whoever want to read, uh let's begin reading at 17 is that 19 and 17 yes go ahead and i saw one angel standing in the sun and he cried out with a loud voice saying to all the birds that fly directly overhead come assemble for the great banquet of elohim in order that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of military tribunes and the flesh of the powerful and the flesh of horses and those seated on them and the flesh of all people both free and slave and small and great continue and i and i saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies assembled to make war with one who is seated on the horse and with his army and the beast was seized, and with him the false prophet who performed the signs before him, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who had worshipped his image. The two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur, and the rest were killed by the sword of the one who is seated on the horse, the sword that comes out of his mouth, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Okay, this is Medigo. This is the battle of Armageddon at Medigo, and Zechariah described it, that the blood, he was just given a description of how bloody it would be. Blood would be at least six feet deep in that valley, filling that valley uh, uh, from those armies who uh, fought uh, against uh, Yeshua, all right, and, and the saints. So uh, we can go back there. Now, notice he said... Um, Uh, verse, let me see, 19, no, notice in verse uh, 20, where he says, and the beast was seized and with him, the false prophet who performed the signs before him. Now, remember when you see beast is making reference to the government as well as the leader of that government who formulated, who structured that, that one world order, that one world uh, government. And of course we know uh, that the Satan, the dragon, is the leader of that. You know, Satan is, uh, the scripture describes him using different animals to depict his evil, hateful, mean nature. And he was depicted as a dragon. He's depicted as a snake, uh, I mean, a serpent, uh, the opposer, the uh, uh, contender, you know, different names. Was talking about Satan himself. You you can stay on on the scripture, 
And he said, I saw the, um, and the beast was seized and with him the false prophet. Now, this is the battle of Armageddon, Medigo, at Medigo. This is not the last battle. See, Yeshua speak his word and deal with them. He don't have to put no hand on nobody. In the last battle, and we're going to see the father himself is going to rain fire from heaven and destroy those armies who encamp around Jerusalem again. You know, so it's two events that take place. And if if you if if you don't know the difference between the catching away of the rapture and the second coming, and many don't. That's why many say the rapture, all that old stuff, and they they say this little small, simple. Uh, two-year-old stuff and grown folk fall for it. All this scripture, all this teaching that we have, all this evidence we have that will validate that the tribulation period is coming. It has not taken place. Uh, the earth is in labor pain right now. In Matthew, aka Matthew 24, Yeshua talk about labor pains. Labor means that there is some pain and that's uh, as a result of something that's going to be birthed that has never taken place before. When a child is born, that's a brand new baby, that mother go in labor prior to the child coming. The child is already in there and developed. It just has not entered out of his mother's womb, out of that containment area and that support system out into the uh, culture and into what we call the world of be being seen, being revealed. So that all the things that's going to take place have not been revealed, but the birth pains, excuse me, are there. So the false prophet and Satan, they're going into the bottomless pit to be held there for a thousand years, for a thousand years. After they are defeated, they are going to uh, go into the, uh, to hell, uh, separation, eternal darkness, separation from the father, but it's only for a limited time. Now notice the false prophet is with this government. See, we keep saying government need religion to control masses of people through deception, signs, and wonders. Many people, and I'm teaching a session also on false prophets. False prophets are all over the place. They are out of order. Their life don't agree with what they say. They after money. They after control. They are set there to pull uh uh, uh, citizens out of their place and position to pull people out of congregations. Most of the time, false prophets are the core reason why people are not connected to a congregation. They said this prophet told me this and it came to pass. Satan himself can tell you a whole bunch of stuff that come to pass. But because of the spirit of deception that goes with these men, these people who are Satan ministers, and people want something quick and want a blessing and want somebody to tell them what's ahead and don't want to study, don't want to depend on the Holy Spirit, have their own agenda, their own ways. That I mean, the ground is just wide open to breed this, these type of things happening. So the false prophet is going to go to hell. And that'll be that for that. All right. All right, by which he deceived those who received the mark. We don't explain what that is. That's the way a person think. And because of the way a person think, they carry out the acts. Once you submit to wh uh, whomever you submit to, uh, to obey, 
and to listen to and to carry out what they say, believe what they say, then you're going to automatically conform to their authority. And that's over in Romeo 16 and 16. Uh, the scripture talk about that. All right. Now, notice he said he was thrown alive. All right. And then Yeshua uh, took care of his business. Okay. Now let's go uh, to the other. Let's see what we got here. All right. Now let's go to point number six. And that is Satan bound in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Let's look at Hazan 20 and one through three. Let's go to Hazan, AKA Revelation 20 and one through three. In the Hebrew, the word Hazan means to reveal. It means to reveal what has been surrounded. There's a head and there's a Zayin in the spelling of that word. And of course, Zayin means to cut. It cut open what's been surrounded or what's been protected for those who have been initiated into the uh, kingdom government and became citizens. But the covenant of the word will cut that open and expose it. That's that's why we say Hazan, a.k.a. Revelation. Come on, pull me up. Uh, well, we had 20 and 1 through 3. Someone else can read. And if you have a uh, question as we are going, I know I'm giving you some information. You can tell I didn't start doing this yesterday, yes, uh, five years ago, 10 years ago, or 15 years ago. It's been right at 30 years that we have been teaching last things with a good, solid knowledge of truth relating to the things that are going to happen based on the word of truth as well as the spirit of truth. Now, go ahead, uh, 20 and 1 through 3. Read that for us. So whoever's reading, we can't hear you. And I saw an angel. And I saw who? Come on. And I saw Malachim descending from heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. And he sees the dragon, the ancient serpent. You see that? Keep reading. Who is the devil and bound him for a thousand years. Who is the devil and Satan. And bound and him for a thousand years. He sees the dragon. I get it now. He sees the dragon, the ancient deceiver. That word serpent, you'll find it in Barashid chapter three. I told you what that meant. That meant a spiritual being who took his abilities and giftings through chanting and speaking of words caused other spiritual beings to rebel against the government of the kingdom by leaving their position. He did it in heaven, then he did it on earth. That's what that word serpent means. He did it with his hidden poisonous agenda. His hidden poisonous agenda. So here's the same dude here, and you see uh, the dragon in Hazan, a.k.a. Revelation 12, and he said, who is uh, the devil and Satan? Really, uh, that word Satan in the Hebrew, uh, when, you, when you spell that out, it's got a shin in it. It's got a shin in it. And it, it means one who does, when you spell it out in the Hebrew, those Hebrew letter words mean it, it means the one who destroys life. His main agenda is to destroy life, Satan. There's a noon in it. There's a shin in it to destroy life. All right. And uh, Delva, I just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious of that because I, I know it came from a Greek and I didn't trace it 
in the Hebrew, but Satan is the proper one. Now, notice the scripture said, and bound him for what? A thousand years and threw him into the abyss and shut it and sealed it above him. You see that? In order that he could not deceive the nations again until what? Now, pick it up right there. Until the thousand years are completed. And these things, it is necessary for him to be released for a short time after right. these things. All right. So thousand years. Now, while he is locked up, this is what you call the thousand year millennium reign. Now, and that's our next point. Let's go to the next point. Uh, Satan, uh, Yeshua reigned on earth. Put our notes up. He reigned on earth. A thousand years. Now we look at Hazan 20 and 4. Let's look at our notes. Slip on down to uh, where we are. A thousand years. So at the same time that he is locked up, there's a thousand year reign. Uh, Yeshua on the earth. All other governments are destroyed. Keep keep going. Keep going. All You got to go all the way down to the last half. Uh, the, um, all other governments, according to Daniel uh, destroyed. Remember, Daniel talked about that, that the rock will crush those governments. He he saw a, a statue and his toes and, and his feet made of different type of material denoting different nations. But uh, check this out. All of it was crushed by the rock. The rock is the government of the kingdom. During a thousand year millennium reign, Yeshua is going to reign the earth and the earth will be covered by way of the saints that are with him on the earth, who are uh, the, uh, the the first rapture uh, of the saints, I think that's the fourth. And then you have the mid-tribulation saints, the 144,000, well, two witnesses, all and everybody who died before uh, the rapture took place, go all the way back to when Yeshua led captivity captive. Before he came, you had people on the earth who believed in him and they died in a believing state. Now, when Yeshua was resurrected, he well, he was in hell. Remember, he went in and released them from Abraham's bosom, and they went to the country to place the kingdom of heaven. All, all of those would be on earth, uh, ruling and reigning, geographically located at the headquarters out of Jerusalem, out of Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Okay, now, so uh, what we got? Hazan 24, then Yeshua, yeah, 9 and 6. Let's look at this. At the same time, Satan is locked up. You see it? Two things happening at the same time. Just like during the tribulation, things are happening and also something great is happening. Saints are rejoicing, receiving rewards. You know, the Father is faithful and he is just. Come on, uh, Hazan uh, 20 and 4. Let's pull it up. He is faithful and just. And you got this one save, always say, like everybody get the same reward and do the same thing. That's just a doctrine from the pits of hell. I tell anybody that. Now, notice, uh, give me another reader. Another reader, a pick up verse four. And I saw thrones and they sat down on them and authority to judge was granted to them. And I saw- now notice this, notice this. I saw thrones and they, the they that he is talking about are the saints. Are the saints, the, the whole group I just explained to you. And they sat down on him and authority to judge was granted them. Remember I said, you're sure- and all the citizens of the kingdom of heaven will be on earth uh, governing everybody in the earth. 
you see. And this is a part of the reward process too, because he said over in Hazan two, three, going through there, he was dealing with those seven congregations that he would give different rewards. And one of them was to rule over nations. You see, what I want to keep in your head and make sure we keep this in our head, the father will reward everybody who diligently seek him. Everybody. There is no equality in rewarding this person. They live a halfway lifestyle, live for themselves, live as though there is no eternity and give them the same rewards that he give those who are out here going at it, doing everything they can to obey the father, standing in faith, believing father for the best, living on this earth like we are true ambassadors, foreigners like Abraham did, Abraham in the Hebrew, like he did. He lived as a stranger in the earth. He knew this wasn't his own. He knew that it was a, a new government coming. He knew the earth was going to go through a transformation. He knew this, and he is called today the father of faith. Now, how many believers live like this is it? Act like this is it. Put all their strength, all the everything they got into this. We got to change the way we think. And hopefully this end time teaching will help motivate you to do that. All right, now continue on. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of the testimony about Yeshua and because of the word of Elohim and who had not worshiped the beast or his image and did not receive the mark on their forehead and on their hand and they came to life and reigned with the Messiah for a thousand years. Y'all see that? You see that? Because of the word, they didn't, they didn't bow to idolatry. They didn't compromise. They didn't receive that, 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 those laws and that culture and way of doing. They refused to do that. See, there's a difference. There's a big difference between. Uh, religion and ruling. You understand? Big difference. So uh, those who think, well, as long as I make the heaven, I'm good. I got news for you. You won't stay there. Even if if you don't, if you don't make the first uh, catching away, please make the mid trip and get in that bunch. If you don't get in that bunch, you know who knows? Who knows? But here's the thing I want to tell you. Everybody's coming to earth. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> all this, we weren't created to go to heaven. So let's get rid of that thought. Well, as long as I make it to heaven, no, no, no. He didn't create nobody for heaven. He created for this earth. And then everybody will go to heaven one time, and we're going to look at that also. That's coming up. Let's look at, look at Yeshayah 9 and 6, a.k.a. in the English terms, through the process of colonization and stripping of identity, Isaiah. That's what the renaming does. It strip people of their identity. Okay, come on. Give me someone else on that. Begin to read. For a child has been born to us, a son has been given to us, and the dominion will be on his shoulder. His name is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty Elohim, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Read his, the next one. His dominion will grow continually and to... And to peace, there will be no end. You're going? Yeah. On the throne of David, Dwid, and over his kingdom to establish it and sustain it with justice and righteousness now and forever. The zeal of Yahweh. That's good. You see that? Uh, see, 
this is this is what he's making reference to. See, dominion will be on his shoulder. Now, you can take that down. I heard one of the uh what what y'all call mega pastors and mega ministries and all that stuff uh say that the body of the Messiah or the congregation of the Messiah uh is his those we are his shoulders. No, he wouldn't talk. That's that you have to take that out of context and content. Yeshua is the one that said what? Change the way you think because of what? Come on, help me out. The kingdom is here. The kingdom, the government. He is the only one that had the government of the kingdom. He brought the government of the kingdom back. And when he went through the process of the crucifixion and resurrection, his main objective was to get the government back to man, get the governor back to man. It, it wasn't just the crucifixion. You know, take him off the cross. He didn't come to just hang on the cross. His main objective was to get us back restored. So this is what he is talking about during the millennium reign. And it's, it's going to be a never-ending dominion. Remember, we're getting ready to get into what happens next. Now, let's go to this next point on this PowerPoint. And you are welcome to take pictures of it. If you're not a part of our ministry, you ask for the notes. We'll give them to you. All right, now. Let's look at uh, after the seventh week, the end and the beginning. I got the end and the beginning. Here's the last, we own, we still own the last day. Let's go to this next note. We still own the last day of the tribulation period. What we're talking about now occurs on the last day. And we're going to uh, go to the end of the millennium. So put the notes up, the end of the millennium. And that's just the next page. And uh, point number one, Satan, we got four points here is released and goes out into the world deceiving many people. That's at the end of the thousand year body appearance and dwelling on the earth with Yeshua and the saints in our glorified bodies. In our glorified bodies. All right, go to the next one. We got four points on the next one. All right, here we go. Satan is released. Now go to Hazan 20 and 8. He is released. He is released. Goes into the world. Here is what you call the Adamic nature is being judged as being inefficient for man. The father didn't design him like that. What is the Adamic nature? That's the nature that the seed of Adam and Masa Nigad took on when they disobeyed the word and rebelled against the government of the kingdom by choice. Romans 16, 16. Whomever you listen to or you heed to, uh, uh, listen or with the intent to obey, you become that one servant. That the interpretation is whoever you listen to, whatever source of thought is coming to your head, you're going to automatically conform to that person's agenda, their lifestyle, their teaching, and what they believe. They believe. Right there in Romeo 1616. So take that down on your notes. All right, let's go back. 20 and 8. Hazan 20 and 8. Let, go ahead, read this. Now, start at 7, get 7 and 8. Go right ahead. Give me somebody else to read. You said start at 8? Start at 7. Okay. And when the thousand years are completed, uh, Satan will be released from his prison, and he will go out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog 
to assemble them for battle, whose number is like the sand of the sea. Okay. And they went up. Now, that's it. I mean, y'all can go back and read the rest of it. I'm giving you where to start. <laughs> go back to your own studies and read the rest of it. But when you read it, remember the three tenths, time tenths that this book is written in. And someone tell us what are they? Those three time tenths, because you can't just think you're going in chronological order. You'll go to the, you'll, even in here, you'll go to the end of a thousand year millennium reign. You'll go back. Uh, to the rapture, he'll go back to the uh, tribulation period. It, it It's not chronological, you know. Father put it like that, so we could seek the Holy Spirit, you know, for wisdom. So give me those three time tense. What was, what is, and what is to come. What was, what is, and what is to come. You see it in there? Now, uh, verse 9. Go ahead and read verse 9. Yeah, that's pretty good. Read verse 9. All right. And they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the fortified camp of the saints and the beloved city and fire, fire came down from heaven and consumed them. Mm -hmm. And the devil, Satan, who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet also are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now watch this. Notice uh, when we had just read earlier, he said that Satan was in the pit and a false prophet, but he also mentioned a beast. And you, all, you also remember that I said the beast is the government and the one who formulated or constructed that government. That's the anti-Messiah, you see. So all of them, only one get coming out and that's Satan. And it's gonna be proven that this, this fallen cherub is so evil and so powerful in deception. He don't need no help deceiving people not born again. Their damnic nature is going to be judged. That means people are going to be on earth during this thousand years. They're going to have opportunity. Yeshua is going to be right there in their face. Saints are going to be right there in their face, glorified bodies. They're going to have opportunity to make a choice, get born again. Everybody's not going to do it. And the ones who primarily are not going to do it are going to be the seed of Japheth, the same group who is ruling the world now. That lust for money and power would not be eradicated out of them, even being in the face of who the Lord is. Satan know this. He know their hearts. He know who he got planted in, in this earth. Now, this Gog and Magog are not the same ones that involved in the uh, battle of Armageddon. It, in, it includes more than just Russia and their allies. It's going to be a host of nations that's going to come together again. Ain't that something? Look, who did it first? Satan, the fallen cherub, was the first one to get who? Other cherubs to what? Rebel against. He was right in the light. He walked in the mountain. That's government amongst the fiery stars. Those are other cherubs and and warring uh, Malachim's, aka Angel and and Gabriel. Those carers of the word and all the other uh, uh, Malachim's uh, ministering spirits that are not listed in the Bible, but they're in other books. They're in other books. They exist. It's, it's more than what we get from the Bible. Remember, the Bible uh, was, was constructed by the Roman Catholic Church being directed by the government, Constantine himself. Don't, don't, don't ever forget that. All right. So, um, uh, where we at? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to settle down. 
he's going to deceive people. So just telling people by them sitting there listening to you, watching sign miracles and wonders don't mean they're getting saved. There's a lot of things going on in mission work. So-called mission work is full of, I got three Chinese words for it. Can somebody tell me what those Chinese words are? Fully, fully, fully. Thank you. I've done real mission work. I'm going back in the bush for real, dealing with people, talking to them. And these people go over there and you sending them money and stuff like that. And they just sending you pictures and film. And they say the same people be going to the meetings over and over again. It's a shame. All right. Now, so that's going to be proven out. I'm going to have to stop too. That's going to be proven out. Okay. Now, um, I would like to deal with that some more. <laughs> but uh, let's go back to our notes. Elohim rains fire from heaven and destroys them, destroys all the armies of the world pack. Hazan 20 and 9. Elohim rains fire from heaven, destroys them all, the armies of the world pack. They gather, they coming together. They never stop it. Come on, give me a Hazan 29. Even when, like they was here on there, they were still plotting and planning and waiting on the opportunity. All right, come on with nine. We already read it. That's great. We just show it. Uh, we already got that. Now, uh, look at 20 and 10. Go slip down to verse 10. All right. Now we're going to read this one, and that goes with point number three on this four-point note dealing with the end and, and the beginning of the millennial reign. And this is also the end of the millennial reign. Now, 20 and 10 uh, says that, come on, read that. And Satan, who deceived them, was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet also are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Tormented day and night. They already pure evil. That's all. Now, all them thoughts of blaming Elohim and thinking they're going to get back to him. It's still, bro, you're not, you, you, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. There it is right there. Now, and then we got the great uh, righteous throne judgment. Look at Hazan. That's point number four, 20 and 11. 20 and 11. I told you when I started this. We want to show you some things, give you some points, give you a timeline. And, and we're not going into detailed study. We taught a class on this. We got the, the, the student uh, uh, syllabus uh, as well as the, the teaching syllabus. And we went through each chapter. You know, Lord, Holy Spirit leaders will do it again. But it's not hard. Just start reading. Let's look at Hazan 20 and 11. We already got it, right? Now, and I saw a great white throne. That word white should be righteous and just. Remember, this is an English rendering. And there is uh, racial hatred uh, embedded in translation because white, you're right. Black, get back. Brown, stick around. I mean, that spirit is still here. It's still here. So when we look at uh, scripture, you don't trust interpret uh, translations and these interpretations that we have. I saw a great, righteous, righteous, and just throne. And the one who, who was seated on it, from whom presence, earth, and heaven fled. And a place was not found for them. And I saw, check this out, the dead, the great, and the small. Notice he said the dead now. 
these are the ones that were never resurrected in the first resurrection. All right. Now, and he, the scripture said, blessed is he who is in the first because the second death have no power over them. All right. The great and the small standing before the throne and books were open. Now you get to stand out here talking about the book of the dead, but I'm interested in the book of the life. Thank you. And books were open. Notice plural books, not just the Lamb's book of life, but other book, the book of works were also open. Now check this out. And another book was open, which is the what? The book of life. And the dead were judged, were judged by what was written in the books. Books are an indicator of every second of every human being life on this earth is being documented and recorded in heaven. Different categories and different sections, every area. You can't just, oh, I ain't shacking. You're not shacking, but you're not, uh, you don't tie it. That's been that financial. I ought to do uh, 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 some, some, uh, anyway, some categories so you can seek the Holy Spirit and He'll show you uh, a glimpse of what areas. One book is on finance alone and wealth. How did you manage what He gave you? You know, uh, another one be on family. It's, it's several books going to be on your words, uh, your thoughts, your deeds, your acts. All of this is going to come up. Now, He says, uh, and they were judged, the dead were judged about what was written in the books according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead who were in it. And each one was what? Judged according to their what? Deeds. Deeds. Not to talk. Talk is cheap. You know, if we don't have evidence of what we believe in terms of our lifestyle don't mean nothing. And death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. And we know this just, this is not a fire, a literal fire. He's using this to let us know the extreme torment of being in eternal darkness, chaos, confusion, and every evil word you can come up with forever and ever separated from the Father with no hope of ever being restored. This is the what? Second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the what? Eternal separation from the Father. And then verse 21 tells us, then I saw the new heaven and new earth, the first heaven, heaven and first earth has passed away and the sea did not exist any longer. And I saw the holy, here we go, the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down of heaven. That's the government of the kingdom from Elohim prepared like a bride adorned for a husband. Husband is Yeshua. He is the one who established the covenant. He, he is the one who established the covenant. You seeing this? Okay, you can take it down. We're going to stop right there. He is the one. Look at uh, Old Olivavtov. Aleph, the mighty leader who governs by the spiritual word of his authority, the infinite power of his, uh, of his word, the word of his authority. Uh, Vav, who establishes and connect what? Tav, covenant. That's Yeshua. That's Yeshua. He is the one who established the covenant to bring back the government of the kingdom. Without the covenant that he cut with the father and he went through, met all the stipulations and the requirements for the covenant to be released in this earth, 
And that covenant was to get the Holy Spirit back in mankind to govern him like govern them like I intended. He is the husband of the government of the kingdom. The government king is his bride. And you know what? They come together and they have fruit. They have citizens of the kingdom who are a direct expression of the lifestyle that's being lived in heaven. You see? See, when you see all this, we'll stop taking good for best. There is no depression when you think like this. You know you're a stranger. You know that heaven wasn't made for you. You're coming back. So you can put all you can into obeying, learning, prioritizing, understanding all this stuff I'm working on is not going to last. It's not. <laughs> These are great. We're going to be judged according to those. That's great. But is it done out of the born again spirit as a lifestyle? Okay, we, we're going to stop right there. And uh, I had another piece to this. I don't know what I get into that because I, I got a lot of teaching in this, this vein of what is, what was, and what is to come. And uh, we are in well, witchcraft, sorcery, manipulation, lies, false wonders, false miracles, and signs uh, all over the place, all over the place. Uh, I want to uh, end this with sharing this with you. I watched a, a movie. Uh, last night, I, I don't watch movies that much. I rather, you know, pick me out stuff. I like sports. I like nature and stuff like that. But in this movie, uh, it it was it it was you know religious movie. You know, it had religion all in it. Uh, and Catholicism was the primary religion. And Satan showed up, and at the end, he said, in the uh, previous time, people believed in him. You know. They actually acknowledge him and honor him as being who he is and evil being real. And he was saying now uh, all the, cause you know, all the people were scientists, you know, they don't believe nothing unless they can prove it and all that kind of stuff. They had that type of thought process. And he just said, but you all, your whole team, you don't believe in me. You want to put me on a science, on a category of science. And he told him, you're going to confirm <laughs> who I'm, I exist and evil exists and I'm real. He went on to say, the script said, you deny him. They will never say Elohim or Yeshua. You deny him and you deny me by being, you know, scientists and stuff like that. So it, it was a trip. I said, I didn't know whoever put that together. I saw all the messages that they were sending, you know. And what was the name of that thing? I just kind of stumbled over. What was the name? I don't forget uh anyway, I'll let y'all know during our break. I'll let you know what it was. But that's where we are. People don't, they don't got to the point so deceived. People don't believe Satan exists. And he said he get more done though. He said, Y'all did me a great favor, but I want to be acknowledged. That's that was talking about when he gonna tell everybody that he is sovereign ruling. You're gonna worship me. He's gonna come on out the cone. And it's it's similar to different leaders of dark forces in the earth. The main ones that are running stuff are in prison. Those are main leaders. They are one who getting filled the rich after they get in prison. You see, it's the same spirit, the same thought, the same structure, the same order. Don't be one of those who think that the father doesn't exist and evil doesn't exist. You're in for a rude awakening. So we love you much. Appreciate you much. Go to EOSF. EOFKC.org and you can get plenty of information on us. Now we're going to end it here, this uh, scholar school and uh, in about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, we'll be back on
uh, with our midweek scripture study. And we are back in the area of teaching on how to pray, what prayer is, and giving kingdom concepts to enable everyone to be successful when they pray.